0: It is truly an honor to be hosting Rabbi Reichman today. For those of you who don't know, Rabbi Shmuel Reichman is an author, educator, speaker, and coach who has lectured internationally on topics of Torah thought, Jewish medical ethics, psychology, and leadership. His new best-selling book, The Journey to Your Ultimate Self, serves as an inspiring gateway into deeper Jewish thought. He is the founder and CEO of Self Mastery Academy, transformative online self-development course based on the principles of torah high performance psychology and leadership rabbi Reichmann received a ba from yeshiva university smicha from reitz a master's degree in education from Azrieli graduate school a master's degree in jewish thought from bernard revel graduate school and has studied at harvard as an ivy plus exchange scholar rabbi Reichman is currently pursuing a phd at the university of chicago and his expertise in the fields of psychology, spirituality, philosophy, and leadership have made him a sought-after speaker, an on-demand coach, and a popular writer, and a pioneer in the field of online education. We are absolutely so grateful to have you with us here today, Rabbi Reichman. I am going to go ahead and pass the microphone over to you, and we can get started. Hello, Julie. Hello, everyone. This me hear me. Yeah, perfect.
1: Amazing, amazing.
2: It is such a pleasure to be here. It's amazing to see how many people turned up. We have so much depth, so much inspiration to share with you, but that would be the best place to start because I think the world has come to the point where they think what we need is inspiration. And it's true, inspiration is important, but what we really need is depth. We need the ideas, the paradigm shifting ideas that can really transform our life because the way you think, the way you perceive yourself, reality, and other people, it transforms your entire life experience. And I wanna delve into such powerful concepts today, ideas that will literally change your life. But I wanna start off with a story. And the story is of a builder, contractor. He's, you know, he, he builds houses and he spends his entire life building houses and he, is passionate about his work. He does a great job. His craftsmanship is his life's mission. And every house he builds, he puts his all into it. And the years go by, the years go by, and he gets older, 40, 50, 60s, and ready to retire. Goes over to the boss and he says, Listen, I had an amazing life, I had an amazing career. I love working for you. I'm ready to retire. I'm ready to, to call the quits. And the boss says, I understand so you've been the best employee we've ever had, but can you do one more job?
1: And the guy said,
2: I really, I don't, I don't think so. I'm, I'm really done. And the boss says, listen, just one more job, but you finish this one job and we're good. <laughs> you can go home, you
1: can retire, never ask you to do another job again. Thinks about it and he says, okay, I'll do one more job gets the blueprint, starts to build the house, but he's not really into it. does some shoddy craftsmanship, doesn't
2: really put his own, it's just not his typical work. It's not his usual work, and
1: he's not building the best house. But he gets the job done. He does as much as he can, and he builds the house. Comes to the boss
2: and says, I finished, I built the house. And the boss comes with the entire crew, everyone who's worked with him for his entire life, and says, we have a little
1: surprise for you. He hands him the keys. And he says, this is our going away gift to you. This is your house. He's crushed. His entire world's close party's He's thinking, if I only
2: would have known that I was building my house, I would have put in so much more work. I would have been so much more passionate. I would have been so much more, you know, into it.
1: I would have put in my all. Oh, my gosh. Only I would have known I was building my house. And that's life. If we knew that we're building our house, and if we knew that we are building
2: ourselves, if we knew that this is what life is about, we'll talk about what it means to be great. Because greatness is the most Misunderstood concept. We'll delve deep into the deeper concepts of what
1: greatness really means. But if you knew that you were building your house, if you knew that you were building yourself, how much more effort, how much more
2: passion, how much more focus, how much more energy would we put into that house that we're building? And the concept of ulama of the world to come, misunderstood concept. People think it's for their neshama, their soul, right? You live in this world, you do mitzvos, Connect the kadosh baruch You fulfill the rachon hashem, the will of Hashem, and then you kind of like your your soul enjoys olam But The Ramban, the Rambam, the Maharal, the Nevshehain, the Tzadok, the Sfas Emes, the Dass. They talk about olam hab in a very different sense. Olam hab isn't for your Hashem; it's for you. It's the house you built. It's the person you crafted and created, the consciousness, the values, the perceptions, the views, the philosophy, the lifestyle, the convictions, the way that you live your life. That's who you become eternally. And that's why Shabbos is in the Haba. Shabbos is a taste of the world's come because what Shabbos? You stop Malacha. What's Malacha comes from the of Malach, which means a creative emanation from Makash And Shabbos, you stop Malacha, you stop creative activity. Why? The Shabbos is about resting, not from physical activity, that's a part of it, but it's a resting from the creative process of life to experience who you become. Because that's what old, that's what old Haba is.
1: It's the experience, the raw, unadulterated experience of who you become. And the question is, who are we becoming? Because very often we, we get inspired for brief moments, but
2: we just live our lives. And we do the same things every single day for 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 50 years. When we wake up, we say, like, how did I get here? And the question we need to ask ourselves is, how do we take our life to the next level? How do we get out of what, no matter how successful you are, in your spiritual, intellectual, emotional, physical, financial, social life, no matter how successful you are, I guarantee you there's at least one aspect of life that you're hurting in that you just gave up on, that you stopped working on. Just, you know, isn't that true? Don't we just like do what we're good at or at least what we're okay at and just kind of put band-aids over the problems? Maybe your relationship isn't the way you want it to be. Maybe your finances aren't the way you want it to be. Maybe your connection with Hashem, maybe your self-awareness, your confidence. What are you struggling with? Because when you start to realize that we are an integrated, holistic, interconnected being, that you can't just ignore aspects of yourself. You have to integrate and harmonize everything that you are to live a great life. And that you're not just a bunch of different parts of you, but you have to synthesize them all together. Your life starts to change because you realize the interconnectivity, the true oneness of yourself. And then you can start to realize the true oneness of wisdom and ideas and the true oneness of a Baruch Hu that starts with you.
1: It starts with you. And the question that we're gonna deal with today is how do you, how do you really live your greatest life? Because don't get at
2: it. I guarantee there were times in your life when you had big goals, big dreams, you were inspired. Maybe you wanna, you know, have the best relationship imaginable. Maybe you want to get in great physical shape, have that vibrant, energetic feel. Maybe you want to become a Thomas Chacha. Maybe you want to educate and inspire others. Maybe you want to make an impact. Maybe you want to live with meaning, purpose, and passion. But somewhere along the lines, you kind of said that's not for me. Now yeah, there are people who are on the front lines doing great things, and there are people like me. And the question is, how do you? I think shift and rewire your internal network so that you can start to redevelop your neural synapses, and through neuroplasticity, you start to rebuild yourself. You're never set. You're never finished. So how can we start rewiring our mind? And you, you want to ask yourself, what is stopping? What's holding you back? For some people, we we just don't believe in ourselves. We don't believe it's possible. We don't have self-confidence. We don't have the right people around us. You ever? I'm, I'm sure that. Many of you relate to having negative people in your life where no matter what you mention in terms of positive growth, positive change that you wanna go, someone in your life will say like, what makes you think you're better than us? What makes you think you can do that? You've never done that before. Maybe it's a voice inside your own head that literally tells you, you're not capable of having any more in life. You don't deserve that. It's just not for you. Or maybe, maybe you just don't have the clarity and self-awareness. I mean, how often do we just give up on ourselves? Think about this. How much do you enjoy spending time with yourself? I just gave a share on this. You spend 24-7 with you. You eat with you. You in with you. You learn with you. You have, you know, when you're with your friends, you're still with you. When you go on a plane, you're with you. If you don't enjoy spending time with yourself, you're going to literally live the most painful life because you're always with you. And the reason why so many people don't love themselves is because they haven't discovered who they are. They're not passionately growing. They're not learning. They're not growing. They're not feeding their minds. They're not expanding themselves. And so they're just stagnant. They're static. And it's hard to love yourself. You, have to be like, you can only truly love other people when it's an expansion of your true self, when you are fully in touch with yourself. You're self-aware. If you don't love spending time with yourself, just contemplating, analyzing, becoming more self-aware, it's impossible to truly enjoy any aspect of life because you don't even know who you are. So some people, they just don't have that self-awareness, that that clarity of what they want in life, of what they're truly trying to accomplish. For other people, they don't have the right environment. It's impossible to grow when you don't have the right environment to grow, and you have to understand how you grow. You grow in a social environment. You grow by listening to share, watching videos, going to live share, reading books. How do you learn? How do you grow? That comes with self-awareness. But we need the right environment for self-awareness, so it's this paradox where you need both. You need that right environment, and you need self-awareness. And for some people, they just don't have the right internal wire. What does that mean? That means that they don't have the right philosophy, the right values, the right ideas. They, maybe it was teachers growing up told them they're not capable of achieving anything. Maybe it was their parents. Maybe it was their friends. Maybe it was a steer they heard that kind of told them that Hashem you know, only loves you if you do this. There's so many possibilities for how you wire your system, for how you develop your internal wiring, your perceptions, your paradigms. For example, how do you view yourself? How do you view Hashem? How do you view the world? How do you view mitzvos? How do you view tefillah? How do you view everything? Every idea in life, every idea in Judaism, every idea in halacha, machshav, and gemara, every idea can be opened up. And very often we think that there's only one interpretation of every concept, Whatever the first, the Videsma talks about this, whatever the first idea we've ever heard for the explanation of something, we just interpret that's the way it is. And then we live our entire lives on questioning, on deepening, and we don't delve deeper, we don't empower ourselves. And it's impossible to live a truly passionate, driven, goal-oriented life when you're not deepening, when you're not exploring, when you're not expanding. So that's the essence of growth, that's the essence of life.
1: And what I want to talk to you today in great depth is what it means to be great. What does it mean to live your ultimate life? What does it mean to
2: live with passion and purpose, to have goals, to expect greatness from yourself, to raise your standards, to say, I am destined to become something worthwhile with my life. I'm destined to contribute something to the world, to the Jewish people. I can raise an amazing family. I can build amazing relationships. I can make a living doing what I love. I can be... Confident. I can be full of, of vibrancy and energy and life. I can experience life in the greatest way. I can learn. I can become truly intelligent and capable, truly wise. I can fall in love with learning. All of these ideas are possible. We have to discover what the underlying reason for that is and what the underlying concept of greatness is. And before you, I just want to very very briefly share my story because today is not really about me it's about you but just to give you a little bit of an inside perspective on why I do what I do you see I grew up as an extremely normal person I didn't dream big at all I didn't have big goals I didn't want to become a I I didn't want to inspire klayish. I didn't want to teach Torah to the world I didn't want to empower other people I just wanted to be a normal person and be happy. That was basically my young adult years. And my life fell apart. I'm not going to go through all the details. I've shared this many times in the past. uh, On my website, I have a full-length video at a conference where I discuss my story and what happened. But just very briefly, my life fell apart. I was facing medical difficulties. I was facing death on a daily basis. I was losing consciousness almost every single day, and every single time I didn't know if I was going to wake up. And my life fell apart. I got my heart broken. My physical health wasn't going well. Nothing was going well. And I started asking myself, well, what am I doing in this world? Why am I here? If I'm going to only live a couple more days, a couple more weeks, I might as well make something of my life. And I started to delve into life, delving into Machshafah and Gemara and Halachah and 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 psychology and philosophy and just trying to become something so that whatever time I had left in this world, I could do something meaningful with it. And my real passion and purpose became number one, as corny as it sounds, helping people find their passion and purpose, but also showing people that you don't need a near-death experience to wake up. I wanted to kind of simulate the near-death experience for other people so that they can wake up and start living their ultimate life. What I woke up to, what I started experiencing was the most amazing life imaginable. I want to give that to other people. And you don't need your life to fall apart because how often we wait until someone in our family dies or, so, or we face a near-death experience or we start to get sick or something horrible happens or, or an amazing, inspiring event happens, and then we wake up for a brief moment. But why should we be reactive to our life? Take ownership over your life. You only live once, people say like you only live once, waste your life. You only live once, build the ultimate life, build your ultimate self. Well, what we want to do is we want to figure out how you can do that because I'll be honest with you. I, when I started devoting my life to greatness, I left no stone unturned. I learned with the greatest gadol and the greatest rebbe, and learning gemara and and I'm sure many of you know Rabbi Akiva He obviously changed my life with uh, and, you know delving into the deepest thinkers, and delving into all the sugi's and shas and, and talmud, and trying to become the ultimate version of me, but also delving into psychology and philosophy and I'll be honest with you, I've studied at great universities, I studied at Harvard, I'm pursuing a PhD at the University of Chicago, I got smicha from YU. I have a master's education, master's in Jewish thought, I'm a certified coach from Tony
1: Robbins, but degrees are actually quite meaningless if you think about it. Because yes, they open up doors, but at the end of the day, how many academics do you know who know nothing
2: about life? And I'm not saying that it's a worthless pursuit. I'm saying that there are many people with no degrees and are unbelievably brilliant. There are many people who have degrees and they're not too brilliant. They think they're brilliant. It's a very egotistical field. But the real idea is that they open up doors. That's, That's no question. I have a friend who's a Fulbright scholar. He always says that it opened up every door for me. But at the end of the day, you have to earn it. And that's the idea. It's that degrees are great superficial you know things the plaques to put up that's great but who are you what do you actually know 99 percent of what i know i learned outside the classroom yeah you know, I, I it's about who you really want to become and that's what life is about it's about your inner world it's about who you truly are what you truly believe what you truly are, are devoting your life to and It's just one of those real true things where you want a system that works. We'll talk a little later about my self-mastery course, but you want a system that will really be principle-based and help you transform your life, help you build the life from the ground up, not a quick fix, not an idea, not like if you just, have confidence will change your life, or if you have the right environment, or if you can rebuild your internal wiring, or if you have the right, you know, you know, whatever it is, everyone has that. Like this will change your
1: life. This will change your life. You need a system. You need everything, and that's really the essence of what we're about to talk about. What is greatness? What is greatness? So, I'll share with you my favorite gemara, my favorite gemara, and
2: it's a gemara Nidah of Lamina base.
1: I'm sure many of you have heard of
2: it. I share almost every share I give this my favorite Gemara. Every Gemara is my favorite, but this is actually my favorite. And the Gemara says that when we were in the womb, a Malach taught us Kola tora kula, taught us all of Torah. And right before you were born, the Malach hit you in the mouth and you forgot all of it. What's up, Why would the Malach teach you Kola tora kula if he's going to make you forget it? Well, what's the idea? So the villain goes and shares a mind blowing idea. He says that when the mouth taught you Kahta, he wasn't teaching you Torah, as you think of it. Like Khamisha, Khom Torah, you learn Khamish so with Rashi. Okay, what's Peshach? Why would Moshe do this? What happened with the now? It was much deeper. You were learning the cosmic nature of reality. You were shown the metaphysics, the, the true nature of the spiritual world. You're shown who, you're shown the the, the, the the ultimate cosmic nature of truth, but you were also shown your unique purpose within that ultimate cosmic story. You know, you're shown this beautiful, beautiful. Purpose of life, but you're also showing your unique purpose, who you were supposed to become, what you were supposed to contribute, but then you lose it. Why? Because that was showing you it as a gift, but you're supposed to come into this world and build it yourself, earn it. Now, why that is—that's a whole nother topic in terms of why we have to build it. Actually, I discuss it in uh, in my new safer, which maybe we'll talk a little bit about so the journey to your ultimate self. But the Vilma gun is opening up something powerful.
1: What's the Vilma opening up? It's that true greatness is not about becoming great. It's about becoming you. You know, many people
2: look and they see people doing amazing things. They say, I want to be like that. I want to be like this person. I want to do that. I want to be like this person. That's great to be inspired by other people, but there is no objective standard for greatness. Now in Western society, that's just not true. It's not about how much you actualize your potential. It's about objective results. The, the nature of a capitalistic society is about results. So if you're not as good as other people, you just won't make as much money, you won't succeed, you won't get hired. And you know, professional sports, it doesn't matter how much you've grown. There's an objective standard, the best win. But in terms of your self-perception, in terms of in terms of your internal sense of mission, your internal sense of value and net worth, it's not about objective standards. It's about self-awareness. It's about discovering who you truly are and it's becoming the greatest version of you. There's a famous Einstein quote that if fish were judged on how well they can climb up the tree, they'd all think they were a failure. So, it's not about comparison. It's about internal comparison. Are you better than the person you were yesterday? Are you becoming the ultimate version of you? And if you want to just a cute anecdote, this is my favorite tomorrow because it's the essence of what life is about. It's becoming the ultimate version of you. It's the essence of the, the Safer that I wrote, the journey to your ultimate self, just very quickly, the journey to your ultimate self, I just released a couple of weeks ago. It's that the real journey to your ultimate self is becoming the ultimate version of you, not like someone else. You can be inspired by everyone, but you need to become the ultimate version of you. And when I want to hear a mind-blowing, mind-blowing story, my father told me, I started sharing this Gemara very often in a lot of my share, and my father told me it's really
1: strange because I mentioned that Gemara at your bris. And when I heard that, like, I was like, wow. Like,
2: literally, when I started my life, my father implanted that idea within me. And guess what, just uh, two and a half months ago when my wife and I were blessed with an amazing, beautiful baby boy, I mentioned that same Gemara at Hisbris. That is the essence of life. We're becoming the truest versions of ourselves. And that's what I've devoted my life to, helping people become their ultimate selves. But if you really want to take this a step deeper, there are many aspects of Jewish thought and Jewish life, right? There's Tanakh, there's Halacha, there's Gemara, there's Nachshavit, there's Moser. But the problem is that so many people learn Torah as almost like an academic topic, where it's analyzed, you know, you learn halacha, it's, it's completely separate. Machshara is completely separate. Gemara is completely separate. We're doing B'kis, and you're, you are doing B'kia, you are you're running through, uh, you know, Dafiyomi, or you're doing a B'i and you're learning it in depth. Everyone thinks that you can just isolate aspects of Torah. And if, you know, one of the big problems of academia, you know, as much as I, I've loved studying at Harvard and in, in Chicago, Academics—they view ideas through the lens of analysis. It's not meant to be lived. It doesn't matter. It's not supposed to impact your life. It's just meant to be thought about and discussed. How many people learn Torah? They learn Torah in a way where you learn it and they go on with your life. But the goal is to live Torah. It's to embody Torah. It's to breathe Torah. It's where Torah is the center of your existence, the center of your life, and. If you really want to live Torah, you have to realize the interconnectedness and the oneness of Torah. That machshava, musr, halach, gemara, it's all part of a conglomerate, interconnected tapestry. And you have to learn how to synthesize and harmonize the areas of life. And it's the same thing with learning psychology and philosophy and being an entrepreneur. It's learning how to live a holistic life. We don't have, you know, you know, shattered parts of your life that are kind of like this is what I do here, this is what I do there. You just have a bunch of pieces of yourself. You want to be an interconnected whole. You want to really live a synthesized life, a whole life, is what Huttner would say. And the the essence I would say of, of my new sefer is harmonizing all aspects of Jewish thought and Jewish values and deeper Jewish lumdes, Jewish ideas alacha, gemara, but mostly machshava. But the mastery course that we're going to be talking about in just a couple minutes is a harmony of the deepest aspects of Jewish thought with the realms of high-performing psychology and positive psychology, self-development. And I've spent years studying Tony Robbins and Tom Bilyeu, Bryn Burchard, Les Brown, the greatest in the field. And if I would say that the one... The one problem with that entire field, I'm not sure if you've immersed yourself in that Well, I'm sure many of you have experienced some of it. The major problem with that entire field is that, number one, they refuse to acknowledge and really talk about Hashem, right? Tony Robbins will often say the universe or Mother Nature, whatever you believe in. But once you do away with Hashem, you do away with the entire system of true rooted values. And there's a bunch of fluff. So I've studied the same way that I study Gimbar and I study Machshava. I've studied this field. And once you start to realize what's actually happening, there's no real system. There's no real harmony. It's a bunch of ideas and strategies, and they contradict each other. And the reason they contradict each other is because at the root
1: of that system is you and you alone. You are God. Why? The entire goal, the entire system, is to make you happy,
2: to make you wealthy, and to focus on you. Yes, they'll talk about contributing things to the world, but the real goal is to contribute just so you feel a sense of meaning and happiness. But the entire focus of all of life is self-centered. It's you. It's selfish. Now, I truly think that they're doing amazing, amazing things. But the goal of Torah is realizing two important aspects, two important truths. Number one. That becoming great is not just self-centered and not just about you, but this is the rest and Hashem. Hashem put you in this world to become the ultimate version of you, to connect to him, to become the, the true version of you. And number two, that your greatness lies in devoting your life to something greater than yourself. And that in devoting your life to Kaisal, to the Jewish people, to the world, to Hashem, you don't lose yourself, you discover yourself. Because your true greatness lies in contributing, becoming part of something incredible, but not with you at the absolute center, but with Hashem at the absolute center. And once that shifts, your entire life becomes unbelievable. But that's that's the essential concept, is that we learn from the Gemara Nida that greatness is becoming you, and becoming you is discovering who you truly are. And I want to delve really deeply into this, because. You know, my mission has become helping people become their ultimate selves. When I was younger, I wanted to be a doctor, and it's one of those one of those funny things where people ask me, "What do you do?" It's it's my least favorite question because originally I was going to be a doctor. I was pre med when I started college, and it's such an easy answer. What do you do? Uh, I'm a doctor. Done. When people ask me what I do, I don't really know what to say because if you like right now, I'm Baruch Hashem, I'm an author, I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. I get to work, executive coaching, life coaching with people, really working one-on-one, helping people change their lives. I travel. I speak. And the most important thing is that I'm an Evin Hashem. And when people ask me, what do you do? I really just like to say, I, I'm trying to become the ultimate version of myself and I'll help other people do that as well. No one really knows what I mean because I say, okay, how do you make a living? What do you actually do? And then I tell them what I do. But it's it's one of these amazing things where I live such a blessed life with so much bracha. And the real goal of my life is to help you, is to help you become the greatest version of you. And what I want to do right now is I want to give you a taste of my full course because we all know that no one is blindsided. We live in a world where you know a webinar is going to ultimately sell you something. So no one is under the illusion that at the end of this webinar all of a sudden I'm going to try we're going to try to sell you a course. And you're going to say like, what is going on? How come we... everyone knows that and. Honestly, once other made from once we were cursed with the, the, the need to make a living, it also became an opportunity to, to make a living, doing what you love and very, that's what I get to do. But I will tell you this: if I could, I would give everything I do for free. And to be honest with you, 99 percent of what I do, I do for free. But at the end of the day, we have to make a living. So we will be selling, of course. But I want to give you as much as I possibly can for free. I want, no matter whether you join the course or not, I want to give you the ideas, the principles, the inner dimension of life that you can take away just this next half hour, the next 20, 30 minutes, and you can literally go away and start living your ultimate life. If you want more, if this is a great foundation, say, I want to really invest in myself. I want to become the greatest version of myself. Incredible. We're going to talk about this course and it's going to hopefully really bring tremendous value to you. But regardless of whether or not you join, I want to bring the most value possible. So, what I want to do is I want to give you the five greatest strategies, the five greatest principles that will help you live your life, will orient your life, and help you truly live the life you know you're capable of living.
1: And the first is probably the most important. The first is you have to have a vision. What do I mean? We say every Friday night that
2: if you want to create anything you want to come into reality, the has to originate within your mind, within your thought. If you want to become anything, accomplish anything, you have to be focused. You have to have vision. You have to have clarity. Why? Greatness doesn't happen by accident. No one has ever achieved anything great by accident. It comes with absolute focus. <laughs> I'd like to share the story where if you have the greatest archer of all time, greatest archer, Olympic archer, he can hit anything. But if you blindfold him and you turn him around a bunch of times, he's not going to hit his target because if you can't see where you're going, you don't have clarity in vision, you're not going to accomplish. So a lot of people will say, I wanna get a better shape, I want to grow in my learning, I want to be more confident, I want to be more happy, I want to be more positive, I want to grow financially, I want to have better relationships. And then if someone would ask you, so what's your actual goal? Like what if you'd be really clear on what you're what are you trying to accomplish, I'd say, I don't know, I've never really thought of it. I just want, you know, a bunch of nice ideas. Get clear on your vision, absolutely clear. The more clear you are, the more likely you are to actually hit your target. And that's where you want to start. Saying, "What does it mean to be clear in your vision?" Well, number one, you want to have big goals and you want small goals. So uh, I was speaking to a graduating class, and I told them that you're very young, but think about like this: What's your life goal? Think about what your life goal is. It will will change over time. Anyone who's you know spent time growing knows that goals always change over time. But what's your life goal right now? Then say, what's, okay, now what's my 10 year goal? I I know where I'm going with my life. What about the next 10 years? What about the next year? What about the next month? What about the next week? What about today? All of a sudden your entire life is oriented because you know where you're going. You know what you're doing in the short term. You know what you're doing in the very short term. You know what you're doing today. So all of a sudden your life transforms. And I, I like to tell people that every day when you wake up, have three primers, three ways that you orient your day. Number one, think about your three biggest goals for life right? I want to be an Eben Hashem. I want to um, work on this relationship. I want to become financially successful. Whatever it is. Next, three small goals. What are you doing today to head you towards that ultimate destination? So all of a sudden, you know your big long-term goals and you know what you're doing today. And then focus on three things you're grateful for. Three things you're thankful for. Why? Because the moment you bring gratitude in your life, I'm thankful for being alive. There's no reason I should be alive. It's a greatest gift. I'm thankful for my relationships. I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for being able to put food on the table, whatever it is. I'm thankful, I got into this. I got accepted to this. This happened. That happened. The moment you bring hakar satov, gratitude, hashgacha, hakar satov, divine providence, into your life, it's impossible to be sad. It's impossible to be upset. It's impossible to be angry. You're just so incredibly grateful. think of it like this what you do when you have three big goals three small goals and gratitude is you're thinking three big goals that's the future gratitude that's the past right when a god has given me what has given me and three goals for today present all of a sudden the future past and present converge into a oneness and you're living a truly truly oriented life where you're within time you're heading towards a future you're heading Towards the past in terms of cognition, and you're also above time because you're aware of all three, and you've started your day as a truly transcendent, imminent being where you're beyond time within time, heading towards the future, recognizing the past, learning from the past, grateful for the past, and your whole life becomes literally vibrant with life, with energy, with ideas, and with gratitude, and that's just the most amazing way to start your day. Number two, right? Number one was vision. That was the first principle. Number two is purpose. Okay, it's great to have goals. How many people do you know that are wealthy, that are brilliant, that are successful, that have accomplished their vision, but they don't really have purpose. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. The essential concept of greatness is understanding why you're doing what you're doing, understanding why you do what you do. And that comes with what? That comes with delving deep into yourself. It's like Viktor Frankl said, he who has a why can overcome
1: any hell, why? Because when you know why you're doing what you're doing, you can overcome any obstacle, purpose. When you
2: live with purpose, your entire life changes because all of a sudden your life becomes, okay, I can overcome this because I know what's driving me. I know what this is about. And so many people, they don't discover their why. And we'll talk about how to discover your why. But it's one of these things where you want to question your goals. Why do you have your goals? What are you trying to accomplish? Is this really self-centered? Or am I trying to become the greatest version of myself? Am I trying to contribute something to the Jewish world? You want to ask yourself. It's one of those things where, you know, you want to think about why were you creating this world? What are you in this world for? And I discuss in my new sefer in a much deeper way based on the Ramchal, why Akash Brochu created the world. That's a we need at least an hour to discuss that. But the essence of life becomes once you realize that you're living with purpose, you can live with passion, you can start to live with true meaning, but it becomes your job. No one's going to tell you why you're in this world except for you. Back in the times of the base Mikdash, there was Navua. You used to go to a Navi, and Navi would tell you what your mission is. Now we no longer have prophecy. We have to become the searchers of our own purpose. And... Once you find your purpose, life never becomes the same because all the challenges you face in life become meaningful. It's when you're dealing with a challenge that has no meaning, it's suffering. It's unbearable. When you're dealing with a challenge that's meaningful, you go to a gym, you see people are lifting weights, they look like they're being tortured. But if you know they're doing that because they're trying to grow, then you take that concept into all aspects of your life where are you suffering? Where, where are you struggling? Are you struggling spiritually, emotionally? Uh, intellectually, uh, psychologically, relationship-wise, financially, where are you struggling, start to realize that's where you can develop meaning and purpose in the challenge, and it will change the way you view the challenge because it becomes an opportunity. The Ramadan says that every challenge we're given is an opportunity to help us grow. Once we realize that, we transform the way we view challenges. Our entire life starts to become this incredible journey of growth. But it's when we
1: realize there's meaning behind the challenge. How do you discover your purpose? How do you discover the meaning? Well, something we talked about, self-awareness. Self-awareness is how you discover your purpose. When you
2: discover who you are, you can start becoming you. You can start overcoming the hurdles and obstacles and challenges. You can start growing. You can start loving life, loving Hashem, loving Torah,
1: loving learning, loving people. It starts when you are able to sit in there by yourself and say, who am I? What's inside of me? And how do you do that? Well, you start asking yourself, who am I? It's like one of these,
2: I'll I'll share with you. When I was young, when I was 17, I had a lot of time in senior year in high school. And as I'm sure you can see, there's a piano here, there's a guitar here. When I was in high school, I said, I have a bunch of time. I'm going to see if I I, want to learn how to play guitar when I play piano. So I spent literally hours and hours every single day just working on the guitar, working on the piano. That was terrible. But I started to make progress. And then I started to be able to play. Then I started to be able to play by ear. I can just, you know, hum something and then play it. Then I was able to play pretty well. Then I was able to write music. And all of a sudden I got this passion and talent for music that came from this relentless pursuit of discovering if I had it within me. And it's the same thing for every talent, every skill that I've built. But it's something which will change your life and realize that you can discover and develop. Aspects of yourself once you start the pursuit. Who are you? What do you have inside of you? What can you become? Now, you can become great at anything if you put your mind to it, but there are certain aspects of life that you're truly gifted in, but many aspects that you haven't even discovered because you've never explored. And it's one of those things where what haven't you even tried? One of the ways you can do it is you can do what's called the circle exercise, where you put all the things that you are in the circle. So are you intellectual? Are you, you know, emotionally intelligent? Are you interpersonal? Do people like telling you their problems and stories? Are you mathematically gifted? Are you, um, you know, spiritually oriented in terms of, uh, do you wanna teach? Do you want to learn? Do you wanna grow in that area? Um, physical exercise, physical health, um, entrepreneurship. Are you business savvy? Start writing down the aspects of yourself that you already are, and then start writing down things that you're not. You know, how, how good are you in areas that you haven't even tried yet? And then you start to realize there are aspects of yourself that you can explore because you don't know if you're good at them or not because you've never tried. And then you can sharpen the things that are already in your circle. I mean, you can in- develop and improve the things that you're already good at, and then you can start just Experiment with the things that you've never tried at, or start to work on the things that you're not good at. And You start to realize that you're not just this giant blob. But the moment you bring Bina, you bring analytics. You bring you, you analyze yourself. You start to become aware of what you are and what you're not, and that allows you to start the journey of becoming what you could be. So we started with vision. Then we said that in order to really have vision, you have to break down and say, Why are you doing that? What's the ultimate purpose of that? To, to clarify your purpose, you have to become self-aware. Say, Who am I? but number 4 is environment and this is something which can literally make or break your life and the first aspect of environment is your internal environment your inner voice how do you talk to yourself when oh, listen, no one knows your inner thoughts your inner reality your inner voice your inner emotions except for you right people see what you say what you do your facial expressions your hand motions no one knows what's going on inside of you no one even in marriage that will be the closest opportunity for you to give someone the closest
1: experience of what's going on inside of you, but no one will ever experience what's going on inside of you except for you. What type of experience is that? How do you view yourself? How do you talk to yourself? Do you have confidence?
2: Do you, do you believe in yourself? Do you think you're capable and destined for greatness? Or do you always tell yourself, oh, you're not good enough? Oh, I can't believe you messed up again. I can't believe you did that. Like, think about it. Who are you? And the moment you start to build the right internal environment, confidence, it's like you have to feed your body healthy nutrition to connect your body to soul. You have to feed your mind ideas, inspiring ideas, deep ideas, motivating ideas, continuously feed your mind. I've been speaking, and I speak on philosophy and inspiration and motivation and good But. As a motivational speaker, I don't like that term because you know, for me, I identify more with content than motivation, but I do motivational speaking as well. I am keeping myself motivated on a daily basis and people ask me like, when are you gonna stop listening to that and when are you gonna stop reading that? Someone can die, because this is something that I need
1: for it's nutrition. Feed your mind, feed your internal environment. But more importantly, or I'd say equally importantly, You need the right external environment. Learn how you grow.
2: Have the right people in your life. Have positive people in your life. People who share your values, who share your goals. And listen, you can't often control a lot of it because you can't control your family. But when you're choosing your relationships, spouse, friends, colleagues, choose the people who will, you can build synergy with them. You can accomplish extraordinary things because they are helping you. There's something incredible when your minds meet, when you're basically building something with them in an environment of success, of growth, of shared alignment. How many people just kind of don't think they can control their environment? Well, it starts with, do you have a space where you can just focus on yourself? Do you have an office, a space where you can have quiet, where you can really listen to your thoughts? Then you want to have the right relationships if you're an entrepreneur, you got to get the right business partners. If you're thinking of life as this is an entrepreneurship and life and trying to build the ultimate life, you have to get the right partners. You have to get the right spouse. You have to get the right friends. You have to get the right teachers and remain. You have to immerse yourself in the right environment. It is so important. And people often neglect this because they say, I can't control my environment. People often say, I can't control my thoughts. Well, another topic, you can't control your thoughts. We're not going to talk about that right now. But you want to build the right environment because that helps you also build the right habits because we are what we repeatedly do. And if you think about it, that's what life is. It's about building the right habits, the right lifestyle, and it starts with having the right environment. And most important last step, right, we started with vision. In order to understand your vision, you have to clarify your purpose. Then you have to have self-awareness to understand your purpose. In order to really accomplish your purpose, you need the right environment. But the true, true principle of success is belief in Hashem. That's it. That that is the underlying core. Because if you don't believe in Hashem, you're not going to accomplish anything because in order to accomplish something great, you have to get outside your comfort zone. And you have to walk into the unknown. And walking into the unknown is uncomfortable. It's like Hashem told Abraham, lech lecha, journey, go. But what's what, he didn't tell him where he's going, right? The the literal, the the title of the Sefer is the journey to himself lech lecha.
1: Why? Because lech lecha is what? You just have to go. You don't really, really know. You can have goals, but you don't know where you can end up. You
2: don't know where you can end up. You have to have the moon and Hashem. Hashem is going to guide you every step of the way. And it's one of my favorite stories, that someone was captured by enemy lines, And the general told this man that tomorrow you have a choice. You can either go to the firing squad where we're going to shoot you, or you can walk through that door. And the man says, walk through that door,
1: what's behind that door? So the general says, no one knows. All I can tell you is it's some unknown power. Gauzel, can you tell me what's behind the door? I can't tell you what's behind that door. Next, day comes, they bring him out, 6 a.m.,
2: and they say, what are you gonna choose? Are you gonna choose the firing squad, or are you gonna walk through that door? And the man says, I choose the firing squad. They take him to the firing squad, they shoot him. The secretary comes to the general and says, you've been doing this, For such a long time, everyone always chooses the firing squad.
1: What's behind that door? The general smiles to himself and he says, freedom. But people would rather take the known fate than walk into the unknown. Now think
2: about that. If you're going to take your lechachah journey, if you're going to accomplish greatness, you need to walk into the unknown. You need to take that step outside your comfort zone. You have to start heading towards the person you know you're destined to become. And I'll I'll just end off with this one story. I was recently speaking at a conference, and the way that these conferences work is that, you know, someone will get up and introduce you. They have the microphone, and then they'll walk off with their microphone, and there will be another microphone on the podium, and the speaker will use the microphone. So this time, never forget this. The guy introduces me, the CEO of the company, and he, is holding the microphone, and I get up to start presenting, and I realize there's no two microphones, there's only one microphone, and the CEO is the one who's holding the microphone, and I get up to to speak, and he doesn't hand me the microphone. I'm thinking, like, what is going on?
1: Instead, he turns to the audience, and he says something that I'll never forget. But
2: before we get to that, just one second, um, I want to talk to you about why I created this course.
1: The course that we're about to talk about the self-mastery this course the essence of this course is ultimate harmony it's
2: taking the best of everything because I will tell you I was looking for a course like this and I couldn't find it so I went after Brenda Burchard and Tony Robbins and Tom W and Les Brown and I started eating everything I possibly could and I learned by the greatest rebate and the greatest teacher I read everything I possibly could so many of these courses, and I
1: spent thousands and thousands and
2: thousands of dollars on these courses, they are not integrated, they're not holistic, and they have a one value system, right? It's basically saying, you know, it's all about you, or it's all about confidence, or it's all about your inner psychology, or it's all about environment, it's all about just, you know, going at it, grit, working as hard as you can. Everyone has their one thing. It's about willpower, it's about this. And no one is really building a holistic system, and no one is building it based on Torah values. There's so much self-development out there. No one is building a self-development course built on the essence of Torah thought. And I wanted to have that for myself, so I built it for myself, just for myself. And then people started telling me, "Can you share it with me? Can you teach me?" So I realized that there was a course that was needed to be built, and I built this course for you. And the essence is like this: we've, we've already. Hundreds of people have transformed their life in this course. Right, you're not the guinea pigs that are trying this out. This has been proven and tested for years, and full range, the full range of people, meaning we've had young adults who are trying to clarify their vision, clarify their lives, build their ultimate direction. We've had professionals and parents who want to take their life to the next level. They want to get out of that stagnancy. They want to improve their relationships, their self-awareness, their confidence, their finances, their spiritual connection with Hashem. They want to improve their internal wiring. They want to really build the best life they possibly could. We've had grandparents who are retired and they want to really make the most of the time they have left in this world they want to live with passion and purpose they want to really feed their mind feed their souls and the real essence and the real profound nature of this course is that it's principle-based so as the Ramchal says kvalim are for everyone general ideas are for everyone pratim that's for individuals the idea of this course is that it's principle based, so no matter who you are and no matter where you are, you can plug in, take the ideas, take the principles. There are worksheets, there are ways for you to implement it. But the ideas are for everyone, and you can literally transform your life with the ideas. Each module, each video, it's just fully loaded with ideas. there are obviously going to be aspects of inspiration, is high energy, but this isn't fluff. This isn't inspiration. It's not motivation. These are ideas, and ideas are infinitely valuable because with one idea you can do anything with an entire system of ideas you can build the ultimate life and i'll just end off like this i'll tell you quite honestly that my sefer the, this new sefer is this is torah thought this is machshad this is jewish philosophy this is the an entire system of torah thought and Baruch Hashem, it's selling out. We have very few copies. We actually just released it. We have three reprint already. But this is a Torah thought safer. And it's the oneness of Jewish wisdom, of Jewish thought. This course is not different Torah. This course is not going to be Shi They're not lectures. This course is an immersive system of self-development based 100% on Torah thought. So. We're not going to be talking in the Lash and in the language of Torah. These aren't going to be different. I'm not going to be quoting the Rambal, the Maharal, the Ramchal. That's not the purpose of this course. This course is 100% the practical application of the inner essence of Jewish thought. So the language is in the language of high performance psychology, positive psychology, but the value system and the ideas are all based on Torah. So if you want to just learn Torah and sit down Torah, the safer is great. But if you want a system of applying that, really living, taking on this journey to ultimate self, this course is going to give you the principles and ideas to truly live your ultimate. life. And I'll end off with one last thing before we transition. We're going to have a Q&A now, and we're going to take your questions, and Jillian will talk to you about the course, but I'll just leave you off with one thing, which is we have a lot of people in attendance. I'm sure many of you have realized that there's something a
1: little missing right now. We didn't I just start off a story story about microphones, and then what happened at the end of that story, right? And it's just like
2: a lot of you kind of just forgot about it because we went right into another topic. But that was strange, right? You don't start a story and just not go back to finish it. You don't start a joke and not have a punchline. A story needs to have a conclusion. A joke needs to have a punchline. That's the essence of a story. A beginning, a middle, an end. A beginning, a setup, maybe some sort of problem, a plot twist, something happening, and then a resolution, a conclusion, an epic ending. Well, that's life, right? We have the setup in life. You are born. You're here right now, you know, for the hundreds who are alive and hopefully, you know, the hundreds more who listen to the recording, watch the recording. We're here right now in life. but We are only here with the setup. And so many of us would kind of just forget about the fact that we have a setup and we forget that we need to build our punchline, our conclusion. We need to take our setup of our story towards an incredible destination. And once you realize that life is a setup and that you have to write your ending, God has given you free will to live your life, to choose to craft yourself and build yourself. You start to realize that you not only have the opportunity, but the responsibility to write the ending to your story. And you start to realize there really is no ending. It's It's a continuum of endless growth, endless opportunity. But you have to write that story. So my hope is that we're all inspired to take this journey with me. As Jillian will tell you, I'm going to be here with you along this journey. You're going to have email access to me. We're going to be able to really grow, improve in every aspect of your life. It's not going to help you with one aspect of your life. It's like a lot of courses, they have a very specific focus. This will be financial success. Here is going to help you with your relationships. It will help you with your spiritual connection with Hashem, with Fila. This is a principle-based course. It will give you the tools, the concepts, the ideas to improve Every area of your life, and whatever you're struggling with—if you don't have the self-confidence, if you don't have the self-awareness, if you don't have vision and clarity—if you're struggling with your relationships, if you're struggling financially, if you're struggling with whatever it is—you can plug in to the ideas and concepts of this course, and it will literally take you from where you are to where you want to go. So, with that, I'm going to hand it over to Jill, and we're going to now head over into Q&A. And Jillian will tell you more about the course and what Jewish workshops is going to be offering, including some incredible bonuses. And I just want to say that no matter what, whether you do it or not, I want you to really take the ideas from what we talked about here and live
1: your ultimate life, because that is the mission, that is the purpose. My mission is to help you live your ultimate life.